Hello, and welcome back to SaaS Stories and Sarcasm. We're your hosts, Mary and Brian, and this is episode 210. Brian, how are you doing? I'm doing doing better, Mary. Uh, you guys will recall from the previous episode, basically, I'd finally caught COVID. It'd been like a year and a, or almost two years, really, two or, years. or however long COVID had been going on <laughs> for. I hadn't gotten it until last week, which I consider quite the accomplishment. But I guess there are people like yourself that have been going a little bit longer. So I guess uh, you win. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, it's been about 10 days now in and I finally tested negative now. So uh, it took about 10 days to more or less get over. Uh, the symptoms were very mild, which you know just goes to show that the vaccine worked and the boosters and all of that. Um, just a, like a mild sore throat. Um, but uh, in that week I decided to take on some binge watching of shows so I have two shows to just give my recommendations or not recommendations on the first one would be Star Wars has like a spinoff it's called Andor and basically it is covering the time in between episode three and episode four uh, the formation of the rebellion um so people that watch stars will know what i'm talking about people that don't well you probably won't be interested in it anyways <laughs> uh but yeah uh this this is a lot slower in terms of like uh the story and like how fast events worked like i guess because you know it's a tv show they can go a little bit more in depth into like character building than just spit out like the highlights in like a movie so there was that I'd give it a like a seven out of 10 so far. It's been pretty slow, but you know, I understand I like Star Wars, so I'll put up with it. <laughs> um, and then there is the Lord of the Rings spinoff as well. It's called the Rings of Power, I believe. And that covers it's like a prequel to Lord of the Rings. And it's actually based off of a book that J.R.R. Tolkien was writing uh after he wrote Lord of the Rings and he basically died while writing it. So his son uh, basically finished the book for him. And this is like the adaptation of that novel, or at least based off of some elements of that into a TV series. Interesting. And yeah, it is interesting. And it's, uh, it's also, uh, you know, since it's a TV series and not a movie, it's, it's just a different vibe. So uh, I think it's, it's fine. It, I'd give it like a seven out of 10 as well. Both of these movies are fine. That that's my, that's my, my word to describe them. They're fine. And, uh, but other than that, uh, just recovering, um, we watched a little bit of welcome to Wrexham, which is, uh, it's like a soccer in like, uh, we talked about it. Yeah. 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 Which, you know, I, I'm, I'm really liking that as well, but pretty much just recovering and, uh, catching up on all my TV shows that for some reason I decided I wasn't watching until I got COVID. <laughs> so how about you, Mary? How was your week? Yeah, my weekend was good. I got to hang out with Ashley yesterday. We went to Salmon Days. Um, there were so many people. It was I've never seen so many people at Salmon Days, I feel like. Um, and we just got to walk around, got some food. And uh, I hadn't seen her for a few months, so we lost track of time. We just were talking for like eight hours almost. It was fun. and. Um, also, with Sam Days, you'll realize that, uh, unfortunately, we were not, Braden and I were not contacted 
to be Sam and Day's parade judges again. Oh, uh, which shame. Is very, such a shame. We haven't done it since 2019, since the 2020 and 2021 parades didn't happen because of COVID. But, you know, the weeks were leading up to it. I'm like, uh-oh. Like, Brita and I talked about it. We're like, it's not looking good. But I feel like um, the reason why we probably were not asked back is I my hypothesis is that it's a different um, volunteer or employee putting on the parade this year and they just our names got lost in the mix in the last three years since we've <laughs> judged the parade that's what I'm going to tell myself it's not because yeah, we were not yeah. qualified or something because we were not qualified at all <laughs> um, at least I wasn't maybe Brayden was because she actually her job has to do with music um, but yeah mine I was not qualified but it, it was very fun for the two years that it lasted and maybe maybe next year we can do it yeah maybe they'll find your name for next year yeah so, I mean, it was still fun to go to Sam and Days, but, you know, no one even recognized me as the 2018 and 2019 parade judge. So that was kind of awkward, too. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yes. But yeah. Well, uh, first first story I've got for you guys is actually a blast from the past. Yeah, uh, last year, 2014. 2014. You guys might remember uh, this social media challenge where basically you're dumping ice buckets of cold water or ice no. Yeah, yeah, ice buckets of cold water onto basically your friend's head or family's head, and then basically making a pledge to donate money to the ALS Association, or just continuing on the social, like the social uh, aspect of this this challenge. So other people were were at least aware of the uh, ALS, which is also known as Luke Gehrig's disease. Mm-hmm. And basically, something came out of all of this, um, all of this, uh, this the social media challenge. And basically, uh, it amounted to $2.2 million worth of funds, specifically from the ice bucket challenge, um, or $2.2 million of that fund, uh, of the funds that they, they generated, went into the development of a new drug. And it just got approved by the Food and Drug Administration last week. So this- it's, not, it's not a cure, though, but it does slow down the effects, which is really good. Yeah, yeah. I mean, any new drug is always good. Um, yeah, we, it basically, uh, this is a neurogenerative disease, so it slows down, like you said, uh, how fast, uh, basically, uh, your body shuts down, your body shuts down. Yeah. Um, but it was approved by the FDA and, and if that's not the only, uh, drug that has been benefited from the ice bucket challenge, more than $115 million total was raised from the trend and the ALS association said it's funding uh, 130 research projects in 12 different countries, as well as 40 potential treatments are in development. So a lot of good has come from the ALS challenge. I know you did. You were part of it, Mary. Yeah, I did this right before junior year of college in uh, 2014. And I nominated you and some other people and no one else did it. I know. So I thought, you yeah. still have to do it. <laughs> yeah, well, I don't know if I just do that now in 2022, but you don't have to record it or anything. You can just do it <laughs> for That's yourself. True. That's true. Well, I don't want to steal the, the valor that, that belongs to you and all those people that actually participated. And, uh, but that, it is kind of cool to see like what most people probably were just doing some, some social media trend and not really being aware of every, every bit about it. But it, it eventually went on to, like I said, raise more than $115 million and, 40 drugs are in potential treatment in uh, 
in development. And then one, which was why the news article came out, was just approved by the FDA. So that is really cool. Nice to see that, you know, uh, research really does pay off and funding really does pay off for these sort of things. Yeah, that's cool. Today's episode is brought to you by Audible. Audible has an unmatched selection of audiobooks with titles from every genre. Audible titles play on nearly any device and allows you to listen to your favorite audiobooks anytime, anywhere. You can even switch between devices and it'll play from where you left off. Sass Stories and Sarcasm listeners can get a 30-day membership trial that includes one free audiobook of your choice. Just go to audibletrial.com slash podcast to start your trial and choose your book today. Shopping online can be a real hassle. You have to jump from tab to tab comparing prices and trying coupon codes to make sure you're getting the best deal. Let me introduce you to Honey, the world's most popular money-saving app and browser extension. I use Honey all the time. Whenever I'm about to check out online, I click the button and it finds me the best coupon code available and instantly applies them to my cart. Honey is totally free. In fact, the only thing it can do is save you money. Get the Honey browser extension by going to sassstorysarcasm.com slash honey and start saving some money today. So basketball season is right around the corner. Next Saturday is craziness in the kennel for Gonzaga. And then about a month later, the actual season will start. Um, but this week, an article came out that, um, so last year, as you know, the NIL deals, the name, image, and likeness deals uh, became available to student athletes. Um, and, you know, Drew Timmy, he had quite a few uh, deals with brands and right. know, he, he was trying to decide if he was going to go to the NBA or stay at Gonzaga for his sixth year because COVID year didn't count. And he decided to stay at Gonzaga. And one of the reasons why he decided to stay at Gonzaga is because he admitted that the NIL, NIL deals would likely pay him more than he would have made in his first year in the NBA as a second round draft pick potentially. Um, and this is just confirming a fact that what they thought might happen, there's gonna be a subset of high level college players who may be financially better off returning to school than testing their hand in the NBA. So there's several other you know, players um, from Kentucky, North Carolina, Indiana, and Michigan that are all six, nine and above are all dominant low post, low post scorers and all have questions about their outside shooting and defensive mobility. Um, and in that case, this would make them likely second round or undrafted draft picks. Um, and so that would make them possibly better college players because a college is uh, college basketball has longer shot clock and a wider lane. And so that makes them likely better than better possibly better college players than NBA players and also now they're able to make money while they're in college and so that makes it you know more a little more tempting potentially for these types of players to stay for an extra year yeah yeah I agree I had always wondered like you know is it worth it to stay an extra year and it looks like in some of these cases it definitely is like you can be a big fish in a small pond especially in Drew Timmy's case like mm -hmm. up in Spokane 
like there was an article like like he's the king of Spokane or something. Uh, yeah, he has he signed endorsement deals with Boost Mobile, Dollar Shave Club, Northern Quest Casino in Spokane, and Walker's Furniture also in Spokane. But the other two were national deals. Yes, yes, he. I forgot he got a furniture store deal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, but yeah, but like I was saying, uh, it'll be interesting to see like you know a, a certain subset of college basketball players that are maybe good enough to make the NBA would actually be benefiting from staying an extra year, which is, I feel like that's kind of cool and probably good for the college aspect, just to see more good basketball players stay the extra year. The financial aspect of it might be a little weird, just, you know, cause your, your teammates, a millionaire and you're just, you're, you're just eating ramen noodles <laughs> struggling I mean, to survive. Not, I'm not, sure all, I'm sure all the players are getting fed perfectly fine. <laughs> yeah. They're not all on scholarships, but even still, they're still, I'm sure getting fed fine and lots they're on of the perks. diamond meal plan. Well, yeah, <laughs> a lot, lots of perks uh, of being a college athlete still, but um, Drew Timmy hasn't like told how much he planned. He thinks he'll might make this year, but there's a Kentucky player who they estimate he's going to make $2 million from all of his NIL deals this season which is incredible <laughs> that is pretty incredible and i don't know what the like the minimum wage for nba players like for first rounders but i don't think it's two million <laughs> so or, or second rounder they'd be most likely the second or rounders. second rounders mm-hmm. yeah so so yeah it, it is certainly a better financial decision for for some yeah and in more drew timmy news um, also another article about him came out this week that he signed a deal with um iHeartRadio network with the college athletes network and he's going to have a, his own podcast called gimme timmy that's going to debut <laughs> on november 9th um so my dad sent me the article and said that we have you know podcast competition now brian more yep. gonzaga podcast there's several other gonzaga podcasts um that are only gonzaga podcasts we could talk about a lot more than that yes but, that's true um it's unclear how often he's going to release new podcast episodes what topics he's going to talk about i'm assuming Gonzaga basketball and then if he's going to have a co-host or not so lots of unknowns there but I will definitely subscribe when that comes out in about a month yeah yeah it should be should be cool uh you know he doesn't have a co-host but well we don't uh, know he might he might he might he might have a co-host yeah I might give it a listener too like you said it's probably basketball specific unless Drew Timmy's going to be delivering the news as well (laughs) (laughs) I mean who knows yeah exactly yeah well, in more sports news, several exciting Seattle sports things happened this weekend. So do you want to talk about the Mariners first, Brian? Yes. Yes. The Mariners, we, I'll say we, because I'd like to just come in at the last second and steal all the glory. <laughs> yeah. You've lived here for the last two and a half years and you're like, yeah. this is up my team. Yeah. My team. Actually, I'm a St. Louis Cardinals fan, but anyways, I'm also a Mariners fan. <laughs> uh, the Mariners have finally, and I do say finally, have made the postseason. Uh, this that sentence has not been written since 2001, uh, and they had the longest active playoff drought, not only in Major League Baseball but in any four major pro sports in North America. And it's so that's crazy. That, yeah. So and, and and not only did we finally make the playoffs, we made it in dramatic fashion with a walk off. Uh, the score is two to one. So that and it was a walk off home run. So that home run not only won us the game, it put us in the postseason and basically the crowd was crazy wild just because you know the Mariners finally made the postseason 
so they basically saw mo- most people stayed an extra hour just hung out and then the players came out and did like a curtain call and just like said hi to everyone which is kind of cool um yeah. just just for uh baseball perspective um if you uh there have been 47,057 regular season games played since the start of the 2022 season basically no, 20, yeah. 20, 20, 2002. 2002 season which basically the beginning of our long drought up till uh through the 2021 season and uh so we potentially missed out on 702 playoff games during that stretch too but no longer no longer yeah um for some non-baseball perspective on the date of the mariners most recent postseason game before this most recent one uh there was a loss to the yankees and the alcs uh game five and it was on october 22nd 2001 um both shrek and the fast and the furious were in theaters and that (laughs) that took my ad those are the originals in their film franchises Mm, they've fast and furious has had like what like 10 movies since then they've had a lot like four plus a bunch of other stuff uh so those were the originals in those film franchises and those were in theaters when the mariners uh last were in the playoffs that's funny because i remember when shrek first came out back in the day and uh yeah that was a long time ago (laughs) yeah and then for for some more comparison here are the longest active postseason droughts in the other three north american pro sports for the nba it's the sacramento kings they have had a playoff drought since for 16 seasons um nfl new york jets had have had a playoff drought for 11 seasons and nhl the buffalo sabers had have had a playoff drought for 11 seasons as well so yes very exciting very very exciting uh and yeah yeah uh we don't know specifically who the mariners are going to be playing against yet but we do know that tickets are already on sale and uh I'm pro- probably pretty excited. much sold out. I mean, yeah. yeah, they probably has. I haven't checked the tickets or anything, but uh, yeah, I mean, this is this is an exciting time to be a Mariners fan. <laughs> yeah, and speaking of you know Mariners, we have Mariner Moose as a mascot. We have for the Seahawks, we have Blitz, um, the bird. We have mm-hmm. for the Sonics, who are not here right now, but maybe potentially there might be news that they're coming back soon. But their mascot was Squatch, the Sasquatch, um, and then there's several other we have sammy the sounder for the sounders lots of different mascots but the most recent addition to the seattle sports lineup is buoy the troll what team is that for that because what's the troll have to do with anything it's for the kraken Mm, interesting decision (laughs) yeah Yeah. so it turned out that uh the, the sea troll which they're dubbing it as uh what makes him a sea troll in any way but um. i don't know maybe he's there's a kraken (laughs) i don't know uh but anyways it's based off of the fremont troll which is an iconic sculpture under the fremont bridge Mm -hmm. so i guess they're they're trying to keep it a local local based mascot the thing Um, is brian you sent me the article for this this morning and you're like what's the troll about and i actually went through and read the article and i'm like it's about the troll like the fremont troll you're like, yeah oh. i didn't know about that at all like you, like, you sent I, me the article yeah i did send you the article i was aware of the fremont troll like i've been past it like a lot but i had no idea that this troll was you know a reference to the fremont troll because i was mm-hmm. just so weirded out that you know we have a troll for our mascot i'm like why can't we just have 
a kraken or like an octopus. And apparently, you you told me this, Mary. Uh, apparently, another NHL team already has the kraken. Yeah, the Detroit like- Red Wings have an octopus as their mascot. So therefore, we cannot have an octopus or and then also they didn't know what kraken really looks like, so they couldn't make that the mascot. But I guess we can't have two octopi as mascots in the NHL. <laughs> that just might confuse these these sport fans. It's just too much. <laughs> I guess. Um, but they did say that uh, Bowie's blue fur matches the shade of the team's color scheme. His hair is a nod to hockey hair while also paying homage to um, long hair famously associated with Squatch from the Sonics, like I said. Um, and then the tentacle dangling from the ear is a way to let fans know that Bowie had an encounter with a Kraken while his earring is the same anchor used as the team's uh, shoulder patch. The only other team who has a troll as a mascot is Trinity Christian College, which is an NAIA school in Illinois. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. I mean, and then, you know, they, they have like a little image of it. It's just like a person with, <laughs> with like troll hair slicked back. I kind of like troll hair. Like that's like pointy, like Me too. figurines, like they need that. What are they doing? I might have to write them a letter. Or they something. did do um, several different focus groups because they wanted his look to be both family and adult friendly. Oh, okay. And that way the team could send an inviting presence out to the community for birthday parties or festivals. <laughs> uh, they also, one of the ways they made this family friendly is Bowie has a squeaky nose. He also has a removable tooth so he can look like a hockey player. And he has a dance called the Bowie Boogie that he will do at various times. Okay, maybe maybe when we score. So who knows how much she's going to be dancing. <laughs> Interesting. But yeah, I mean, that's that's kind of cool. I still wish we could have gotten the Kraken. But uh, overall, you know, it's always nice to get something new uh, for, you know, hyping up the Kraken. Hopefully they can get, you know, maybe a bigger budget and start getting some good players. <laughs> um, but there were in there's an article in USA Today about uh, Seattle Kraken new unsettling troll mascot has confused hockey fans. And there's Ooh. several different uh, tweets from people being very, very confused about this. Uh, Bowie, you had all the sea creature options in the world and you picked a troll. Um, and then people are just saying, oh, Bowie, this sucks. <laughs> um, happy spooky season for my new sleep paralysis demon, Bowie the troll. Yeah. Uh, there I mean, he's kind of are... a scary mascot, but he's family friendly. So <laughs> yeah, Bowie should have been a merman. And people are just like, there's there was a lot of other options. Uh yeah, so this seems like a very controversial uh you know release of a mascot. Not not widely loved. Yeah, everyone Maybe has an opinion. Everyone has an opinion. Yeah, yeah. Eventually it'll probably just grow into, you know, like just Seattle you know, like culture, Bowie the troll, <laughs> I guess. But, yes. But I was confused, but <laughs> no, I mean, we'll have to see. We'll Only see. time will tell. Yeah. Well, I think that's all we have for this week, but yeah, have a good week. Happy October. Yeah. You know, yeah. We'll we're in October you. now. Yeah. We'll talk to you next week. Bye. Bye.